at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. No matter how many times I play that opening, I think it's funny, even though it's not true with our client. He's got lots of rational thoughts. Our guest today in the Author Brand Show is a 45-year marketing veteran with a BS in marketing from Fairfield, Fairfield Youth Connecticut. And he started market research. He's held client agency positions, brand manager for companies you've heard of, like Coca-Cola, Cuddy Sark, uh, president of promotion of Intermark Division, um, Saatchi, uh, Marlboro, man's prolific. Um, he said he's bought um, in 25 accounts in his career, serving as a fractional CMO 10 times. He's been presenting his career to both small meetings and uh, conferences. He's also recently a guest on numerous business and educational podcasts, including this one. But we're going to talk about his two-book fable, which provides quick and simple practical tools to help students, grads, and all executives address that all-important thing we know, which are called soft skills, um, when they shouldn't be, are called communication skills. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jim Rowe. Jim, how are you today? I'm very well, Doug. Thanks for having me on uh, your brand. You betcha. The biggest question people want to know is why should they bother listening to us today? Well, because uh, most corporations, Inc. Magazine has had a bunch of uh, articles on it that uh, productivity is uh, really bad. And a big part of it is because, and the biggest part of it really is communication. And so uh, communication skills are so bad that uh, one of the articles said that uh, $37 billion a year is lost just because of poor communication. Grammarly's CEO in another article said he believes that poor writing, specifically writing, is uh, costing $400 billion. And now companies are having to spend $3 billion on remedial writing training. Oh my God! So that's a whole sh- another show there about our education system. <laughs> yeah, I'll let's, touch on let's, it. Let's let's tell our audience today they're gonna they're gonna pick up two or three tips today on how to become better communicators. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Great. So before we get to that, I want to hear about your more about your background. You work with these big organizations and whatnot. Yeah, um, I was very was fortunate. Like? Yeah. Oh, go sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, what was that like? How'd you move into being an author after working for Saatchi and, and doing stuff with Coke? And all well, that? I never anticipated being an author. Um, and I was fortunate enough to work with, uh, in the early day, uh, stages of my career, with uh, great bosses who taught me how the, the really the package goods discipline of thinking and writing and communicating. Yeah. So I've been yeah. a strategic brand guy for many, many years. And then around the middle of the early 2000s, two things happened. One is I read the great book, Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah. And it and it really, I said, man, that's an interesting way to teach mm-hmm. a simple thought. And then the second thing I started noticing is that the young grads we were hiring at MME, uh, which was my agency that I co-founded and, and retired mm-hmm. after 27 years back in 2016, I started realizing they weren't that good at writing and, and communicating and, and getting that stuff together. Despite yeah. them, you know, we we're pretty good at hiring, we thought, good qualified candidates, and we, we were able to train them. But you can't mm-hmm. just hand somebody a textbook. You need to get them up and running quickly. So right. the, the first thing we did, and I think it's the foundation of a lot. I mean, I my phrase is to write is to think. And, and there is not enough skills. And you mentioned the soft skills. We're not teaching the soft skills right. And, and they are not learning. And the, the recent studies over the last four or five years, pay scale study 
Inside Higher Ed Association of Colleges and Universities, there, you know, somewhere between 50 and 75 percent of the managers say the students lack critical thinking, problem solving and communications, particularly writing skills. So in the same studies, they asked the students and 66 to 80 percent of the students said they're totally proficient. So yeah. they're, calling, they're calling that the skills gap. And so okay. I noticed these things and, and I started writing a book. In you know uh, early 2000s, yeah. and in 2006, I pulled the book out of my company laptop, and it was gone. I didn't save save it, <gasps> so I put it away. For, I wanted to shoot myself. Yeah. So when the pain ended, I um, uh, in 2016 when I retired, I started thinking about it again, and then I found a lot of research that supported my feelings, and so I wrote <laughs> a book about ducks in business to demonstrate the basic foundational property of a briefing document. Ah, uh, okay. So communication, it's a, it's a fascinating topic. You know, I'm a Dale Carnegie graduate and I, Are you I, really? I, oh, that's great. I consider myself a student of everything. I'm not an expert at anything. I'm always okay. learning. I study a couple hours a day, a bunch of topics. I'm just yeah, a, a voracious learner. And I was on a podcast myself just a couple of weeks ago about communication. And the questions are, are, are interesting, but the first one I'll ask you is why, with all the advances we've made from, you know, paintings and caves to language and putting people on the moon, why is there such, why is there a gap in this communication? Why can't we talk to each other or listen to each other or both? Well, I think um, there's two fundamental problems. Now, a lot of people say, is it because of the internet? And certainly social media has made people just be very casual. I think the foundation is, you know who teaches writing in, in schools? English teachers. They're very good. I mean, they, they do a good right. job of grammar and all the fundamentals, right. but they're all about, I was on a podcast too with a, a company I support called, uh, the organization called the National Writing Project. And the woman who's the executive director, she said, I was an English teacher. And she said, you know, English teachers like to have you express with many words yeah. and, and, and express your feelings. So nobody is teaching, you know, there's narrative and argumentative and persuasive, all these different writing styles. We're not really teaching them sort of a, I'll call it either, I hate the word business writing, but executive thinking and writing or critical writing right. so that they understand how to put together, not just an argument in an essay. We don't do essays. In business, you gotta be quick. You gotta have it as a briefing. White document. paper, short, snap. And like you mentioned yeah. the internet, I'm not gonna blame the internet, but I, I can blame I can blame this thing. I can blame the yeah. the yeah. text generation of, of who cares about grammar and shorter is better and all that kind of stuff. That's, definitely wiped out our gray matter of, of eloquent thought. Um, you, 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 you wrote two fables. You didn't do a business thing. You wrote a story. I wrote so a story. I, yeah. I, so really what I, after reading who moved my cheese, yeah. I went, what a great way to teach. And I can remember, I gave it to my daughter who's, you know, now uh, home with kids. But when yeah. she got out of school, she was a TV um, reporter it, oh, out okay. in the field for uh, uh, News 12 and yes. here in the tri-state area. And she called me one day and there was a lot, it was owned by cable vision, a lot of stuff going on. She said, daddy, the cheese is flying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the stuff that was going on. And yeah. I remember thinking, that is just so good. You know, you can take a, Great. I mean, I've read all the top five business writing books. They're smart. Yeah. They're written by smart people. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of dull. Uh -huh. So, and, and you, so to me, what I wanted to do, it's, you can get through this book in one hour, learn the 10, learn the 10 steps it's mm -hmm. a simple, easy story, and you you get it down. And I that's the the thing I try and promote 
is get it down to one page. Why yeah. is it important to get it down to one page? It forces you to think through the words. You know, get it down so succinctly that into each little category. You know, the, they tell you when you're going to write, start with an outline. Well, this is the outline. And so if you get it down to one page, you, you eliminate all the bad words, you don't know the useless words. And the beauty of that is you now know how to think on your feet and you don't even need to look at the document anymore. You've gone through it so, so much that you can really be good on your feet. And I've used it for 45 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, you said you retired, but you publish this book. You're still talking about. Are you are you like partially retired or just doing this for fun or what? I, I retired. I started an e-commerce business in 2017. Uh, it didn't work out great. I learned a lot, <laughs> and I didn't really like all the you know the little tactical things to do with SEO and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so I I found myself available to start general marketing, and I started being an outside you know CMO kind of thing nice. again, which I do and. Uh, I didn't have to work 60, 70 hours driving into Manhattan anymore. So that right. was good. So I only take on one client at a time at mm -hmm. this point. And uh, then through that, the last four or five years, I've been writing the book. And, mm -hmm. um, and I, the first one was launched in February or late January. And the other one was launched just a, a month or two ago. Wow. Okay. Two in one year. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there it's a continuation. What happened with the second book was okay i gave them a format and an outline i they gave anybody the ability to read this story yeah. remember it enjoy it get through it yeah. it's 10 steps you can write it down on one page that's great and then i finished and i went 45 years i got a lot of other things i want to tell them right that's right and so i started writing an appendix and the appendix mm -hmm was just boring it was dull it was just stuff so i thought okay i'm a marketing guy I'm, my real strength is branding so i created the adapter method and it's um uh basically it's, it's the business cycle so adapter stands for and it's a, an acronym yeah. author i mean excuse me analyze deduce author perform instead of present tackle instead of ac execute yeah. evaluate and refine so and then it really fit with all this research I found that said people don't know how to think clearly anymore. They don't know how to do the analysis and yeah. go through the hard stuff. And you don't just sit down and start writing. You got to get your research together. So yeah. um, I just I haven't really started promoting it yet. So, uh, I, yeah. you know, it's fun because some people say I've had a few people say it's kind of simple, right? A couple of friends. You know, it's kind of simple. And I'm like, that's the point. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Point. Hello. How many copies did the Who Move My Cheese sells? Millions of copies. I mean, 27 million copies worldwide, 37 yeah. languages. And it's about 107 pages or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. I give it out to people. You know, I, 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 we're a publishing company. We're ghostwriting and publishing. So I'm I'm sitting listening. You're going, man, maybe I'm overthinking this stuff. I should I should do more fables. You know, I've uh, we've storified a lot of our leadership books, right? Because they're like you said, they're kind of like dull. So we try to bring some drama in there and some some conflict, some hero's journey, but a a, a pure fable. Right. I promoted it to one M and A guy. He said, "Huh, maybe," but he had, like you, he has too much experience, too many things he want to cover. So we just chunked it to smaller vignettes, smaller stories. It wasn't one all encompassing story because there was more than one idea he needed to, needed to do in a book. But I like it. Well, and you know, I, I made it's not, you know, the name of the book is Get Your Ducks in a Row, but yeah. I use my last name, R O W E. So oh it became gosh. this brand branded thing. You know, it, it, by the way, I didn't start there. I didn't, I just thought, oh, 
get your ducks in a row. And like when I came back in 2016, started working, then I went, hey, my name. You know, I, I, and really what it came down to is you can't get the URL, get your ducks in a row. There's too many people who have it. So I went, get your ducks in a row, dot biz, dot this. And all of a sudden I went, who oh, you idiot? idiot. <laughs> Use your last name. E on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, you know, some of us are slower than others. <laughs> That is brilliant. I'm I'm definitely going to uh, get a get a copy of some. Now, how did you come up with deciding to do a fable because of who of my cheese was? was, Absolutely. That was yeah. And I remember thinking, I mean, I didn't grow up saying oh, I'm going to be a writer and an author and all yeah, this stuff. Right. And I didn't do it to promote the agency or anything else. I just said, people need this. And I've been teaching this. You know, and frankly, it's the standard marketing briefing document, but I've been teaching this to young people. And I love that part of it for 45 yeah. years. And quite honestly, as an agency guy, which I spent 30 of the 45 years doing, wow. you go in and you see a lot of executives that are smart. They know their field. Right. But, you know, meetings are chaotic. I, I find myself often being the guy. OK, wait a minute. Let's bring everything <laughs> back here, going up to the board, writing it down. And these are good, smart people in successful companies. But yeah. the communication was disastrous. And by pulling this down, it's a very simple approach. And it's it's really the approach of critical thinking. And yeah. we need to start teaching it in high school. Yeah. In yes. college. Or even before. So give us the give us the guts of it. At least at least June. Yeah. Give us the guts of it. Give us the process, please. Sure. Well, it's it's very simple. First of all, uh, this may seem weird, but you need to start with who you're talking to. You know, who's the audience? Are you talking to the CEO? Are you talking to the client, to the agency, sure. to consumers, whatever, yep. or an organization? So, and then the, the very first thing is, what's the purpose? All right. So what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. And is and a purpose is different from an objective. Why are we here today is the purpose. Mm -hmm. All right. So then you do that. Then you move on to, well, the background. And the background takes into account, well, there's no reason to give the background to people who already know it, but they may know some, they may not know everything. So you got to get the level playing field of the context. Yeah. All right. So that's the background or sometimes the situation analysis, give them some of that research. Then you move on to, all right, so uh, what are the issues? What are we trying to solve? And mm -hmm. so it's purpose, background issues. And you find that, okay, sales are down or this co competitor is coming in and I'm not going to give the, the book away, but you can imagine what happens in duck world. Um, and so uh, you go from the objective. Yeah, exactly. Who are the, who are the bad guys? Um, exactly. So, how do you avoid those bad guys? Yeah, it's really, you know, okay, we need to we need to regrow our business. And so that's the objective or or stop the decline. Mm -hmm. Then you move to the hardest part, which is the strategy. How are you mm -hmm. going to do it? And a lot of people don't really believe it or not. This was yeah. early 2000s. I had a, a VP of sales say to me one time in front of the team, can you explain to us the difference between an objective and a strategy? Because I don't think everybody gets it. Now, to me, that is sort of like, what's the difference between you know an orange and an apple in terms yeah. of can you describe it? It's so obvious, but it wasn't. And wow. so, and you also have to understand not everybody who's in business had a business degree. And so you don't necessarily get out understanding some fundamental things. So now you've got, this is what we want to accomplish. Here's how we're going to do it. Show me the rationale. You want me to spend $5 million on this program? Yeah. What's the rationale? What do you think is the reason why I should support you on this? Yeah. And then once you get through that, then you get down to the tactics. Okay, what are we using? Are we using advertising or digital marketing? Or are we going to go out and hand out samples or whatever the heck it is? That's right. the tactics. And tactics are anything that you can buy or measure or cost out. 
And then you move to the simple, you know, a lot of people break down, you know, you get this whole great plan and then they screw up the execution. So then you right. get down the uh, cost and ROI, you know, next steps, the timetable, and it kind of ends, ends like that. So it's, you go through those 10 steps yeah. and I'm telling you, that's what most, you know, marketing people probably look at me like, really, you're doing this? But the amount of people who don't have this kind of training, it's not 10101. It's, wow, isn't this great? Wow. And so you're only taking on one client a year because you're semi-retired. What type of companies do you generally work with now? They Small, medium are... size. No, no. Um, uh, you know, little, small companies that don't have a marketing department yeah. can't afford the marketing department you know the beauty of what i ha had done um and i wanted to be i've sort of been entrepreneurial my whole life but the yeah. the concept was let's bring in when i was at mme it stood for manhattan marketing ensemble we would go into smaller companies uh -huh. and say you don't need a marketing guy we'll right. be your marketing guy and that's not always the case but that was kind of so i did it 10 times you, yeah. if you wanted to hire a marketing guy i i'm not going to be full-time i'll be your fractional marketing guy mm -hmm. and yeah. my team can deliver the creative so now i don't have to uh, hire a team i have a freelance team of people that i tap that i've known for years that i tap to do the stuff that i don't do i'm not an artist yeah. you know I, I am a copywriter i write most of the copies so mm -hmm. um that's that's kind of the way we do it and it's it's a lot of fun it's it's working with one client at a time you you bond with them you become very important to them yeah. and i and, and they become important to me you know at this yep. point i want things to work i i just had a, a little company meeting before this before this interview we decided to you know work with less clients and, and increase fees it's just much easier to work with fewer people yeah. than to have big ones you know for an agency yeah. at least for us it was you know yeah well i mean i when i retired we had 36 people and they're yeah. still there and i didn't yeah. have to go through covid thankfully with them so uh yeah, yeah it was a good run but 27 yeah. years i was i was done i was tired i was 62 so yeah um not, not so yeah. bad okay very good so are you going to use this use this book uh to pick up next year's client or what's the plan uh that's not i don't use the book for that i have to uh you know i this is going to sound i don't mean to sound obnoxious but i think this is so needed throughout the world there we go. um uh that they people need this book because okay. you know my, my my headline sort of is give me one hour i'll teach you the 10 steps to get it down to one page and if you do that with your team and there's hundreds of thousands of small and medium-sized companies you know the big companies are spending a hundred thousand dollars bringing yeah. in training people you know right. read this book you're gonna like it and the people i mean of course some of my friends are on my reviews but what's more exciting is to get people that saw the advertising i did on amazon bought the book and sent me a note i loved your book oh, um nice. you know and and i i'm gonna use this uh as this and then somebody said hi i just bought your book because so and so recommended it to me and two weeks ago i had an order for 25 books i have no idea who it was okay. it came through amazon but it was all on one day okay. and it was an even 25 so somebody bought it for their team so that's what i want so i'm giving discounts on the um on my site if they want to buy in in bulk and so the goal is yeah. to sell to schools and to sell to organizations to help, you know, quickly. Or oh, that's how that's how Who Moved My Cheese did it. It was all bulk, bulk quantity. Yeah. Um, number one, having that kind of uh, intention and, and purpose is not obnoxious at all. You know, it, I, it, it feels like who does he think he is? You know, there's so no, many other no, authors I, out I, there. <laughs> I, I'm going to just I'm going to get a my stump from it because we we decided, I think it was over a couple of years ago 
you know, I, I, we do ghostwriting and publishing for, for authors. Yes, I, I saw that. I didn't know it when I signed up. Yeah, it's okay. Yes. But the, um, my coach, I had a business coach listening to some of my recorded sales calls. And he said, uh, hey, this one call, you were excited. You're enjoying talking to the guy. And you said a lot of commonality. It looked really well. The second call I listened to, you were kind of uh, cold, kind of indifferent. Huh? Didn't really care. What's up with that, Doug? And I said, well, that second guy, all he did was talk about himself. It was an ego play for his putting, you know, want to be famous, whatnot. Because didn't interest me. He said, why do you talk to those people? I'm like, well, I'm in business. I just talk to anybody. He goes, stop talking to people you don't like or don't want to do business with. Only talk yeah. to the ones. By the way, what are you focusing on? I'm like, I focus on books that change the world. That's what I want um, to do. I know that. It doesn't sound obnoxious to me. It sounds okay. like, good. yeah, man, I want to I want to help the world. Like, my first thought was, yeah, like you, uh, business people, yeah, they, yo young are getting those schools. They yeah. learn how to read, write, and I mean, really write and really think and and, and communicate. Well, I sent it to oh. the principal of my son's um, uh, high school, yeah. uh, and he sent me back a note like three months later. I just figured he hated it, you know, ducks and business. What the heck is this? And he sent me back this great note, basically saying, "I, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with your thing. I got to figure out a way to get you involved in the school. I got to talk to the English department." So, you know, and I'm, I, I mentioned it. The what's interesting now is some of the schools, my my alma mater, Fairfield View in Connecticut. Yeah. I reached out to them, and they have started just a couple of years ago a program for all freshmen they have to take business business uh, it's called uh messaging and uh, persuasion and mm. have, because they recognize so they're all excited we're going to try and see whether or not i i get a speaking oh, spot there so i like to to talk about it uh, you know so yeah. i you know i mean doing some tours and selling some books and helping people that, what a great way to spend retirement what a great and yeah because you're making a difference right you're not just yeah yeah, yeah. for the money or the ego. No, I want to make yeah. people help people communicate better, make the world a better place. Yeah, which is why I have my little story. It's why I brought it up because I, it's it's the exact opposite of obnoxious. It's not about you, it's about what it can what you can do for others. So yes, yes, cool. Congratulations, sir. It's all good things. Well, thank you. Um, so I love I love the process. Um, I can't wait to get the book. Or is it, are, the, are they both out now? Both of them? Yeah, they're both on Amazon. Um, yeah. You know, get your ducks in a row. And my and my uh, website has the ability to click right to it. Or okay. if you want bulk, you can buy it from me at the website. Um, and if you're looking for it just in search, you have to put in my name, Jim Rowe with an E. Or there's a dozen other get your ducks in a row books. No, no, no. Let's, let's, we're going to put in the show notes below here, folks. There's an actual domain to go to Jim's site. So go ahead, give us that real quick. Well, it's Jim Rowe, R-O-W-E, marketing.com slash books or slash got your ducks in a row. Um, actually, I think that's what it says. Okay. Jim Rowe, marketing.com. That's row with an E. It's right there below you. You can read it there. And uh, forward slash books or forward slash get your ducks in a row, which forward slash get your ducks in a row. Get yeah. your ducks is plural ducks and row with an E. Correct. Thank you. Got it. Okay. And then you say you might as a um, discount co uh, co coupon yeah. code or something. Uh, well, it, if you uh, buy uh, ten or more books um, in the book section, you'll see if you want to buy more, they can buy them directly from me, and that way yeah. I'll I'll get it sent to them. And uh, yeah. so that's somebody somebody bought it just directly on Amazon, twenty five, and they yeah. saved a, saved a few bucks if they bought it. Directly. Yeah, you can buy it on Amazon, but if you're going to buy it, uh, buy it direct from the author. My my I love Amazon. I get stuff from them every week. But if you at the end of the day, they're they're you know, taking half the half of the share of the revenue. Yeah, I, you know, I, I will say this: without Amazon, we couldn't have done this. 
That's right. I, I don't think um, I don't think a one of the big publishers would have put up with me because they take all creative and marketing control, and I had no desire to do that. My son Thank did you. all the my son did all the illustrations. Um, you know, we're a pretty creative family, so yeah. I, I, I was not going to give up that part. Outstanding. I can't wait to uh, to take a look at it. And uh, folks, click below and get your book. Any parting words, Jim? Um, I would say just to make sure that you don't take writing and communication for granted. Um, and it needs to be fixed that people think that they can do it well. And I'll leave you with this. Tiger Woods and I both play golf. Tiger Woods is a little bit better than I am. All right. But if you look back at Tiger Woods, that all of these pro golfers, they're at the range every day. They have coaches and that's how they become great. You can't not write at all and not very, get much training writing in college and expect mm -hmm. to be just good at it. You're not. You think you are, but you're not. Lovely. Great, great advice. Jim Rowe, great having a show today. Hopefully you come back sometime. We'll talk about your uh, third book. Love to. Thanks, Doug. Come <laughs> okay. Thanks again. Uh, that completes our show today for the Author Brand Show. You're going to want to take notes. I hope you did. If you didn't, click below because I have show notes there for you. You can download them, read them, get Jim's books. I'm sure you're going to appreciate it. Have a good one.